Welcome to the Own Your Choices, Own Your Life podcast. I am your host, Marsha Van Weinsberg. I'm a business coach, speaker, and author of the best-selling book, When She Stopped Asking Why. On this podcast, we will use the tips, tools, and strategies used by myself and our speakers to break through and overcome the challenges in our lives. When we take radical responsibility of our choices, create boundaries, grow our courage and practice self-care and letting go of what isn't ours to control, we can completely change our stories. When we take full ownership of our stories, we take back our personal power and this allows us to impact, serve and support others by showing them that they are not alone and helping them find freedom from their stories. When you own your choices, you truly own your life. Let's dive in. Welcome to another episode of Own Your Choices, Own Your Life. And today is the Monday Mindset episode where we share the tips and the tools and the strategies that help us through these challenging times that we may be experiencing. So we are entering week three of dealing with the isolation or what they call social distancing. And I was just on a call with somebody who actually said, I would rather call it physical distancing as opposed to social distancing. And I love that because I have been far more connected socially with people online than I have been physically. So one little shift in thinking. But I found myself having some challenging moments last week. So this episode is a little bit different in that I'm going to share my perspective on something that I've learned, but also going to kind of just follow it up with a little bit of research that I did to understand, again, my right brain, my logical, well, sorry, my logical brain, looking at this, trying to understand why I am processing things the way that I am. So I am a person who sets or has expectations on myself. I'm not talking about other people. I'm talking about myself. So maybe you'll be able to relate. But when you set these expect, when I set these expectations over and over, it becomes this almost this cycle of being unable to achieve over and over and over again. And it gets to be really frustrating. So it's a fine line between somebody says, well, set some realistic expectations. And I don't know what realistic is because everything is different now. Like everything is completely different. I've I've driven or dove headfirst into my online business. And that means being literally on calls, on Zoom, fighting with technology, sometimes fighting a lot with technology for sometimes 8, 10, 12 hours a day. It's been a real back and forth game. And I'm first to say that I admit that self-care is when I'm off, it's my self-care game is off. So I definitely week two is like, what do I need? What do I need? Keep sticking to it, making it fit. So when somebody said, you need to set more realistic expectations, I'm like, is that possible? Let me do a little bit of research. And I started to look a little bit into what the differences are between standards and expectations. Because I would yo-yo back and forth between, why is this not working? Why do I feel like I'm not doing enough? I'm doing too much, now I'm not doing enough. And I know that I'm not the only one in this, and I know there's a number of people who can relate, because I keep getting messages especially from moms or parents going, how do I juggle this full-time job at home? All of the things I have to do, I have zero childcare. I have no one to even offload or ask for help with my kids. And then on top of that, all of the things or the resources or tools that I would use in order to handle my stress are closed. Everything is closed. So it's a unique situation that none of us have ever experienced. Like this is a brand new experience. 
So when it comes to a, a space of saying, I just want to go back to normal, which I've heard multiple times again this past week, I want you to know there is no going back to normal. First off, we change every day. We change from the beginning of the day to the end of the day because life and our experiences change us. So we're always, always changing. So there is no going back because we're all different. We're different than before this started. Maybe some of the things that we thought we wanted, maybe we don't. Like maybe we actually don't. Maybe the things that we were working and striving towards that we felt were really important, maybe they're not. Like maybe they're, maybe they're not. So life has changed. It's drastically changed. So we're going into new normals. So it's okay if you feel like multiple times a day going, I don't just don't understand. Like I feel like I'm spiraling. I don't, I think I've got this figured out. No, I don't have a clue what I'm doing. And I feel good with my energy. I feel low with my energy. I am on top of the world. I'm exhausted. I don't know how to maintain this. So first off, I'm giving you permission that it's okay that you're yo-yoing back and forth. I'd rather you yo-yo than stay in one spot and choose one spot and stay there. So when you feel those low spots, you want to pull yourself back. So when we talk about expectations versus standards, they're very different things. So the definition that I pulled up is a standard is a level of quality, something that is accepted by the norm and generally used as a basis for how you're doing, for a judgment of how you are doing. And it is a fact. It's based on facts. It's like, you know, I did X, Y, Z today. These are specific things that you are achieving. These are standards that are expected. Maybe they're expected by yourself. Um, I, that's really the space I'm speaking from. So it's what are you expecting of your, not expecting, what's your standard that you set for yourself? Do you get up? Do you shower? Do you, you know, do X amount of hours of work? Do you do this? Do you do that? So what are the standards, like the level of quality that you're performing at in a day-to-day -day basis? Whereas an expectation is a strong belief that something is going to happen in the future or feeling that someone or something is going to achieve something. So one is based on fact, one is based on fiction. One is based on fact of what you're doing, and the expectation is really based on an internal belief of what you believe that you should be achieving. So first off, if you hadn't caught that, the energy that I spoke that with, as soon as we add the word should to our sentences, we're in trouble because we're setting something that is an expectation or it's judged by someone else, including ourselves. So one will lead to a fact, one will almost ultimately lead to a disappointment because we are setting ourselves up for this level of expectation. It's based on our own beliefs and what we believe we should be achieving or completing or accomplishing every day. So I'm sure you can hear this and I'm sure that you're already going in this direction. Just think about it. What expectations are you setting for yourself every day? Are you looking at it and going like, I'm not exercising, I should sign up, I should do a 10K. Like that's not realistic. That's what I'm talking about. Sometimes we set those expectations. I deal with clients and they're like, I want to get in, my, in much better health. I haven't exercised in five years, but I'm going to do six days a week. That's an expectation. You're not going to achieve it. And it's not even based on realistic data because it's not something that you can achieve and be successful with from the very beginning. So managing our expectations is huge. It's based on a belief versus facts. 
So what can happen when we set these expectations, we can lead to frustration, to anger, resentment, to disappointment in ourselves. Um, Certainly not the environment that's going to lead us to success. It's only going to lead us to future disappointment. So if you can relate to this scenario, how many times have you written a to-do list for the day and you know, like psychologically as you're writing it, how ridiculous the to-do list is because you're never, like you can achieve it in a week if you wanted versus a day. So I want you to think about that as far as expectations. So where can we create these shifts? I want you to think about what are your standards and what is it that you are, like, you are almost a non-negotiable, what are your standards? What do you want to be achieving on a weekly basis that's going to get you to where you want to go? And I know I spoke about this on one of the live calls that I did this week, and it was more of a case of, I'm all for vision boards, I'm all for like action boards, whichever you want to call them. But if we only focus on what the big goal is, but we don't actually put the energy and time into the habits of what we're doing every day, then that goal doesn't matter because we're not going to get it. It's just not going to happen. It's just really not going to happen. So that's not what matters. That's not what's important. You will get there so much more consistently and likely to achieve that if you actually break that down into the daily habits and standards that you must set in order to get there. So, you know, I'm not talking so rigidly that it's, this is ridiculous, but I'm saying, let's look at what are the standards that you set for yourself. If you want to change your state and change the success and the achievements that you are hitting, what I want you to do is raise your standards, raise your standards of yourself and think about that. One of the quotes that I always comes to mind is a Jim Rohn quote that we are always the sum of the five people that we surround ourselves with. So if you are choosing to surround yourself with people right now who are very much fear-driven, very scared of what's happening in this world, then that's where you're going to get stuck. And that's not going to lead to any change at all. So how can you raise your standards? How can you choose to spend your time and energy around people who will lift your energy up? That's the vibrational change that we're looking for. We need that in order to create change in this plan and in the surrounding we are. So even if you're online, that might mean that when you are on Facebook, like actually unfollow somebody that doesn't feel good and don't, don't do it from a place of guilt. You can actually literally unfollow and nobody even knows, but unfollow because their energy, you don't feel good in your energy when you read or around what they're posting. There's actually no judgment. This is just you deciding what is best for you and putting yourself in such an environment that you have all of the opportunities to succeed. So putting yourself selectively, like consciously into the environment so that you can actually achieve what you are trying to achieve, what you are working towards. And I love that the analogy that they gave in this article, and I will link the article in the show notes, is that a standard is our environment. That's what we choose to spend our time with. That's our standard, deciding what is okay with us to spend that time with. Whereas an expectation, an example of that is willpower. So we can belittle ourselves, be frustrated, 
be angry because I don't have enough willpower or why don't I have enough willpower? That an expectation is our willpower of how we can achieve this, but our standard is in our environment. And another quote that links those two so beautifully, and I've always loved this, Lori Harder said this, is our environment is always stronger than our willpower. So if you are relying relying solely on your willpower in order to create change, it's not going to happen. It's not. And you're only going to be, let me give you a little bit of a psychology background, you're only going to be more frustrated yourself because you're not achieving what it is that you keep saying that you want so much so that you will continually self-sabotage and put yourself into situations that you will not be successful at to only prove the theory that, see, I'm not good enough and I can't do it. So that is really, that whole analogy really shook me at one time when I was like, oh, self-sabotage. I can do another whole podcast on that. But self-sabotage is huge. So your environment is always stronger than your willpower, always. So how do you change that environment? How do you change the standards of what you are setting for yourself so that you can be successful? So some of the other tips that I'm going to give as far as changing that standard and that continues to help me, hopefully will help you, help you, is set standards that you can work towards and achieve during the day. They become the non-negotiables that you are working towards to fit into your day of what you're doing. They're not unrealistic or ridiculous expectations. They're standards. They're standards of what you are okay with and what you are not okay with. So stop pushing yourselves. Stop pushing to achieve and accomplish everything in the next 12 hours when we are actually playing a bit of a long game here. As my friend Heather Fowl says, and I love this, we started out of the gates with this virus in, for some of us who are building our businesses or just trying to figure life out, we came out of the gates with a mentality that it's a hundred meter sprint and we're sprinting, sprinting, sprinting. And then we keep crashing and saying like, what is this not working? It's never going to work. We're actually in a long race. We're in like a 5,000 meter race, or we're actually in an infinite race. I don't know how long this is going to go for. So we have to play a long game here. We have to do that. Well, that means in a long game, there are times we actually pass the baton off. There are times that we actually stop and take some water. We stop and eat. We actually rest. We do this because it is an infinite race. We don't know how long this is going to go for. That's a different standard. That actually makes me feel like, okay, that is manageable and I can set that standard to be part of my life and what I'm doing. Second is, honestly, as the name of this podcast goes, owning my choices, like owning my choices and taking responsibility for me and letting go of control. Because if there's anything that most of us don't have now, it's control. We don't have the control that we thought we did, but we never did. Just in case you're wondering, we never actually did have it, but we realize and it's in our face now that we don't have it. So what can we control? And that is ourself and setting those standards in place. Self-care, self-care, self-care. I'm going to hammer this one down, honestly, nonstop. Self-care is everything. When we are in the point of crisis, and this is really chaos crisis, it's just so much change happening every single day. 
the only chance we have is to up our self-care game. We have to. And that might mean that you literally just ask yourself, what do I need today? Do I need to take three walks? Do I need to have downtime? Do I need to shut off social media? Do I need to reach out to a friend? Do I need to spend time with my family? Do I need to not spend time with my family? It's all good, whatever that is. But ask yourself that of what your self-care is and then really really dive in, set that standard and do it. I'm not talking about the expectation of saying my self-care is that I'm going to take, you know, five walks, two workouts, do this, do that, take the bath, do this. And then all of a sudden I'm now, I, I feel like I've overwhelmed myself. I can't even manage my home activities. I'm talking about fitting it in pockets of time and listen to your energy and what it's telling you that it wants and what it needs. That is really where it creates the change. The last point that I want to say on this is that if we drop the expectation, the word expectations completely, and actually go back to intention, that feels right to me. So intention is, what's my intention for the day? What do I set as my intention? How am I going to feel? Not what am I going to accomplish, but how am I going to feel? Because if we keep track and really pay attention to when our energy feels good, that is when we will show up in a much better state and where we will make the difference in the impact that we can all make. Does that mean we're always riding at the top 10 out of 10? No, it doesn't. It means that we allow ourselves the grace and compassion in order to step back and say, I need to unplug right now. I just did that last week. I literally unplugged for probably a day and a half. I just needed to get away from social media. And now that I can look at this, I realize it was because I had such high expectations of myself that I wasn't achieving them. And it's like, I'm racing up this hill, trying to do it, mad at myself because it's not working. And I went, wait a minute. It's not going to work because it's ridiculous. They're ridiculous expectations. Remember, my expectations are based on the beliefs of what I feel I should be doing, should being the key word, that this is not the direction that we want to go and will lead me, you, I, us into disappointment, frustration, anger, irritation, um, all of those resentment feelings, which aren't going to serve us at all. Whereas instead, if we can set standards for ourselves and live with intention, raise the standards of who we spend our time and energy with and our resources and understanding that our environment is always, always stronger than our willpower. So raise the standards. I would love to know how you are going to raise the standards for yourself and what you intend on doing and what expectation you will drop because this I think this can be a real game changer for all of us as we are continuing this path of being in our homes, away from anyone that's really not in our family, and trying to juggle how does this look like long-term and what can we do. So we can do that by focusing on what our intentions are, what our standards are, what can we control right now, owning our choices, letting go of everything else, and just giving ourselves some grace and compassion to know that, you know what, we're navigating this the best that we can. There's no playbook. There's no rules. There's no idea of how to do this because in our lifetimes, we've never seen this scenario. So give yourself a little bit of a break. Give yourself a little bit of a downtime and realize that, you know what, maybe you actually are doing the best that you can right now. And that is more than enough. So I'm sending you super, so, so, so much amounts of love and gratitude and thanking you for continuing to share this podcast with people. 
It helps me to spread the message. I'd love it if you went to iTunes and gave me a heartfelt rating and review. It always helps me to spread the message further. And tag me on social media and let me know what expectation are you going to drop doing and how are you going to raise your own standards? And let me know how that lands. Have a great week and keep doing what exactly what you need to do this week to continue to keep moving forward. Have a great week. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Own Your Choices, Own Your Life podcast. If you love this episode, please submit a rating and review on iTunes and please share it with someone you think could benefit from hearing this message or this podcast. I love connecting and meeting you. So please screenshot the episode and tag me on social media or Instagram stories at Marsha Van W. And until next time, remember when you own your choices, you truly own your life.